This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue looking at Psalm 19, one of the most glorious portions of the book of Psalms. And we pointed out on Monday that we see verses 1 to 6 is a description of the glory of God in creation. From verses 7 to 11, we see the glory of God in and through his word. And in verses 12 to 14, we see how the glory of God can be revealed through our lives. And again, we see in Isaiah 43 verse 7, a specific word that we have been created for the glory of God. So let's pick it up where we left off yesterday at verse 7, which reads, The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. It's a powerful word, Junie, and may we grasp the power of those words. It's interesting in Psalm 1, David wrote about the righteous man, and he says, he described the righteous man by saying, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he meditates on it day and night. And when we understand the righteous man, since Jesus is the righteous one, when we're born again, and Jesus lives in our heart, that's the resurrected life of the Messiah, of the King, of the Son of God. And when he walked this earth, he glorified his Father. Yes, He only did those things that were pleasing to his Father. Therefore, if we allow Yeshua, Jesus, to live his life in and through our life by giving him a heart and our life, then we will meditate on his law and we will love his instruction because we recognize it's for our eternal good. Amen. The law is good. Hallelujah. Making wise the simple. You know, after having spoken about the majesty and the splendor of God in creating the heavens, we need to remember that the same God who created the heavens, he created us by the same 
vehicle, the word of God. For example, we read in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and abiding word of God. Praise the Lord. In Matthew 4, 4, I'm sure most of us know this scripture. We read, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Do we realize that uh, Matthew was quoting Deuteronomy 8.3, which says exactly that. So in the New American, we see, yeah, Junie, go ahead. Just thinking of John, the gospel of John, John says, in the beginning was the Word, yes. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we need to see that Jesus is the Word Hallelujah. of God. And John also wrote that um, men preferred darkness over light, so they didn't understand who the creator is. And we've been talking about how the light shines brighter in darkness. So we can pray, Shelley. Our listeners could pray, Lord, if there's any darkness in me, shine your light that I may turn from my yes, dark ways, my evil ways, and allow your righteousness, your life to cleanse me with the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony, which would be the testimony of Jesus, what he does in my life. So we have hope, Shelley, for the glory of God and for us to glorify God in and through our body and in and through our life. Junie, it goes along exactly with what this psalm, this verse says. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. Yes, Lord. And in the King James, it doesn't say restoring, but it means it says converting. Yes. In Hebrew, that's the word shub, which also is the word for repent. Yes, Lord. So we see the gospel, it's the good news. The word of God really has transforming power. And we we need to allow the word to restore, to convert, to change our heart of stone into a heart of flesh. Yes. It has the power to change our lives. It is the engrafted word or the imparted word that saves our soul, according to James. Can we say, as David said in Psalm 119, verse 97, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Yes, Lord. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And the word sure in Hebrew means firm and something that supports. That is the word. The word of God needs to support our lives. Psalm 25:10. All the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimony. Wow. Basic Things that must be the foundation of our lives, June, every single day. And the New Testament, Shelley, doesn't begin in Matthew 1.1. The New Covenant or the New Testament begins with the prophet Jeremiah and the prophet Ezekiel. And they said in Jeremiah 31.31 that... God will make a new covenant. Yes, Lord. And he will give us a new heart 
and he will put his law in our heart and not on written only on stone but it will be a heart Hallelujah. of flesh yes lord in other words if we live in and through our new life that god gives us we will love his law. We will meditate on his law day and night. It's not legalistic. It is freeing and restoring the soul. Amen, yes. When we allow the Lord in us, the righteous one, to live his life through us. Amen. I quoted 119 verse 97 where it talks about the testimony of the Lord ashore, making wise the simple. I love Psalm 119, verse 130, Junie, which says, The entrance of thy word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. We don't need to be super intelligent. We need to be just hungry for truth. And when we're hungry for the truth, God will reveal himself and give understanding even to the simple and naive ones. And actually, the word of God tells us who's the greatest in the kingdom. Jesus took a child. Yeah, really. And he said, unless you become as one of these, you shall not enter Thank the kingdom. You, Lord. Oh, and a yes. child is a learner. And a disciple is a learner Amen. and a follower. Amen. So if you or I or any one of our listeners think we know better than somebody else, we can be deceived. That's the pride of man. But yes. if we learn from God's word and we don't try to fit it into the way we like it, we understand it, we've been taught it, but we open up our hearts to say, Lord, shine your light and enlighten me to how I'm to obey your Amen. word. Let it be. So we see in verse 7, it's speaking about the instruction of the Lord, and then it speaks about the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. We read in Psalm 119, verse 11, something similar. The Lord's testimonies are the joy of my heart. Oh, thank you, You Lord. know what I think of, Junie? I know when we were uh, young in the Lord, we gave our testimonies in many, many places. When we give a testimony, we have to stop and, and realize that it's not our testimony. It's a testimony of God in our lives. It's see, we're seeing what the Lord has done and his testimonies need to become the joy of our hearts. And Shelley, that's how we overcome darkness. That's right. According to Revelation 12, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimony Hallelujah. and loving not our own lives unto the death because Jesus the Holy One of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, gives and raises life Thank from you, Lord. the dead. He is the resurrection and the life. His light shines brighter in darkness. Amen. Also, similar verses in Psalm 119, verses 98, 99, and 100. Thy commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. In other words, the commandments became David's life. I have more insight than all my teachers, for, the, for thy testimonies are my meditation. 
I understand more than the aged because I have observed thy precepts. So these verses are in part a summary of what we're reading in Psalm 19. When you read Psalm 19 and then uh, Psalm 119, it's just that you get the foundation that we must live by every word that has and will proceed from the mouth of God. And we need to remember, Shelley, that David was a tremendous sinner. And when he was confronted by Nathan, he didn't put Nathan to death. As a king, he had the authority to do that. But he repented. He turned from his sinful ways. It cost Israel and it cost him much. And he lost much. But he was able to write Psalm 119 and how he learned how important God's precepts were and God's instruction and God's commandments because that is what delivered him from his darkness. God shone his light and brought light to David. And I believe he wants to bring light to us Let it be, and Lord. to all listeners. Let it be. We thank you, Lord. Thank, you, thank Lord. you, Lord. May David's life be an example because he repented and was a man after the heart of God. Thank you, Lord. May we be such men and women in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.